Find us on Infendo.com and join our Discord and ask a question in the question block. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, we are here for a show. Um, Lucasless again, unfortunately, but that's okay. I still got Justin here with me tonight. How are you doing this evening, Justin? I am doing well. I've been playing some games, so I actually have something to talk about other than, you know, the same old, same old. Granted, it's nothing new, but it's something other than what I've been playing. Hey, we'll take it. I've, um, I'm kind of right there with you. I've been in a mood to be playing stuff, so I guess change the system will be um, interesting today. Um, that's good. Where can the people find you? What are you do up to these days? Uh, well, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Nintendo Justin, and uh, hopefully you can go to the DisneyParkBench.com. Okay, we've we've got that fixed. All right, we had a little we had a little uh, no with the domain. Not quite yet, but we're still the, the the tech team is looking into it basically. Oh, see, the, uh, look, we're mad. The tech, the 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 people are angry. Um, sorry, te- the tech team is still working well, on it. You're gonna have to be patient. Well, I mean, if you go to the DisneyParkBench.com, you will be brought to my website in some shape or form. But um, I've got a blog that's ready to go up this weekend, so be sure to check that out. Uh, there's a movie review that I put up a couple weeks ago, so I'm putting content up there. Someday I'll get back to uh, uh, podcasting and maybe do videos of my own. Who knows? <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Well, my name is Eugene. Hello. You can find me on Infendo.com. Been doing some stuff over there, actually. Um, interestingly enough, we have some question block questions. I think just one tonight. But um, if you're interested in what the question block questions are, go to Infendo.com because if on the bottom right, there's like a little Discord bubble. And if you click on it, there'll be, um, it'll like, you know, tell you what the questions are, which is pretty cool. You can actually ask a question right there too, if you have Discord. So kind of a new little feature, trying it out, hoping that that um, helps you guys participate in the show. Um, I guess that's a little teaser for later on. But um, for now, we actually have some news to talk about. Some some fairly interesting news, in my opinion. So, okay, let's talk about Nintendo systems. But uh, first, we're going to back but up and talk about... Nintendo game systems. <laughs> right. But first, we're going to back up and talk about the company DNA. You guys might remember that from, you know, Nintendo's mobile gaming efforts. So, turns out that Nintendo has announced that they'll be establishing a new venture called Nintendo Systems um, with mobile DNA publisher or mobile publisher DNA. So it's, I I don't know exactly what they're going to make. I don't know that they've actually talked about that necessarily, but um, yeah, I mean, it hopefully that leads to cool stuff because they basically developed, as far as I can tell, almost all of Nintendo's mobile games. So yeah. What, What do you think about this, Justin? Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice to see, you know, maybe the, I know that uh, was like five years ago or so, they invested in DNA uh, significantly. Um, like 50, they like bought like 50% of the company uh, with a share exchange. And, uh, you know, the whole idea was to make their, you know, mobile, their entry into the mobile market, you know, better, I guess, because, you know, DNA is a pretty major mobile developer. Um, so it's, I'm guessing this means that the partnership has worked out for them and, and they're ready to commit to being a business together. So, right. you know, that's good to know. Um, I haven't played all of the mobile games. Um, I've probably played about half of them. Still really, really miss um, Mitomo, to be honest with you. But, um, sure. you know, it's um, Mario Kart's still pretty fun um dr mario was fun um i'm trying to think what other ones i really got into um i know pokemon shuffle i think was one of the ones that they worked on as well i played that mostly on the 3ds i got into super mario run for a hot minute i don't know that i completed everything that is the one Mm -hmm. mario run is probably the one that i've put the most time in in fact uh, like a week or so ago i was really into it again i think because they've got a special event going on right 
you know, got me back into it. Uh, yeah, that's a good game. So, you know, um, seems to be working out for them. Uh, so, you know, it's good, good to know. Hopefully, you know, it means that we can get better mobile to console integration without it being, you know, without cannibalizing one another or right. getting too mobile um, I think it's one of the been one of the big problems is, you know, they get kind of loot boxy and, and always going after those whales. Like sure. What I like about Super Mario Run and uh, Meet Tomo that they didn't really necessarily have to cost you anything. You know, you bought the game and you, know, you bought the, the whole game of Super Mario Run and that was it. You had the whole game. You could keep on playing. With uh, Meet Tomo, you only had to pay money if you wanted to buy... I mean, the, oh no! It was to play that little, uh, that little pachinko game that unlocked things. So. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, right. But for the most part, those games were completely playable without spending a, a crap ton of money. So I do kind of hate to see this loot boxy thing happening. But you know, the games are at least good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to see what comes forth from this, uh, you know, new joint venture. I, I honestly kind of want to see them do something beyond mobile on it. Like, give them a chance on, you know, on Switch with something small because, like, I, I feel like these guys have the chops. But, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, moving on into other news. Um, Pokemon Stadium is releasing on the Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pass i think i got that um terminology correct um next week expansion I, pack. oh you know like damn. the n64 expansion pack damn i was close um yes that is coming next week speaking of the expansion pack i kind of wish that it had expansion pack support because um this is like the one game that i would really want to have that for you know i don't know how they would do that but like like let me like connect to Pokemon Home ideally, but um, yeah no I'm still excited to play it because Pokemon Stadium was one hell of a game. What do you think about this, Justin? Um, I haven't played Pokemon Stadium in years. I am hoping that the rumors are true that there will be um, like Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on the Game Boy game, or, you know, on the Game Boy NSO thing, and then we'll be able to transfer them over. But uh, even still, like Pokemon Stadium was, was good fun back in the day, um, so mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited for that. Um, well, I'm sure there'll be some Nintendo video, Nintendo Plays videos on Lucas's channel when that comes out. If I'm sure with him. I'm sure Steve will. Um, yeah. Pardon me, but yeah, uh, I remember playing quite a bit of Pokemon Stadium back in high school, so it'll be fun to pick that up again. And it does come with Pokemon that you can, you know, like stock. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, not to put you on the spot or anything, but I know that you uh, kind of blew even some Pokemon heads minds over on the, over on the, that scared me, over on the, our Discord channel. Um, why don't you tell the people about Pokemon Stadium 1 and Pokemon Stadium 2? Because I, I vaguely remember this, but like you had like details that even Lucas and Steve didn't know about. Okay, so, um, why not? So, um, Lucas had posted a, a either a video or a screenshot or something um, of the Japanese. Uh, the Japanese version is Pokemon Stadium 2, um, to which he said, "Did we miss something?" Um, and I don't. One of those things that stays in my brain. I don't know why. <laughs> I remember reading this in a magazine back in the '90s. It was probably Electronic Gaming Monthly. But um, basically, Pokemon Stadium 1 in Japan was never released outside of Japan because it didn't have all 151 Pokemon. Uh, so, you know, they made it, it was successful, they made another one, and they decided to skip localizing the first one and just localize the second one for the rest of the world because that had all the Pokemon in it. And presumably, you know, had the ability to transfer. I don't know whether the, uh, the original did. So when you see on the Japanese one that it's Pokemon Stadium 2, do not be fooled. It is the same game we're getting. Um, we just, just apparently they decided not to release on the NSO Pokemon Stadium 1 because nobody cares. 
<laughs> but right. Um, yeah, it is a little interesting piece of history that one of the few Pokemon games that we never got over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly because it was... It, it wouldn't have mattered if we yeah, did, yeah. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, like, they, they would have released it, might have sold, you know, crap tons of, of copies, but then we would have gotten Pokemon Stadium 2 right after it, and, you know, nobody would have played it anymore, so may as well just release the, you know, the, the, one, the, the better one. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, I, um... I I am excited about this one, but I really, really hope that they implement some kind of, like, you know, expansion pack. I don't know what they would do, because, like, there's that's not on the expansion pack. None of the, the games are out there yet. But maybe they're going to sneakily introduce that with the, a shadow drop of announcing that Pokemon is also coming to the Game Boy expan- uh, expansion pack. You know, like, I, I would die. You know, that would be, that would be awesome, yeah. because, quite frankly... Red, blue, gold, silver. That's really all I need. Like, if I if I had to die on a desert I, Pokemon island, that's all I want. I almost uh, got Pokemon Crystal on the uh, eShop uh, before it closed because, um, you know, I don't have it. And gold and silver were, were the one I think I had silver was mm-hmm. the one that I spent by far the most time with. Uh, but then I figured I've got my uh, my Retroid Pocket emulated sure. on that. So, sure. Um, but when the eShop was closing, I pretty much only grabbed, like, as far as virtual console games, I pretty much only grabbed the ones that couldn't really be easily duplicated. Um, so, like, N64 games, because they don't emulate very well, and mm-hmm. um, games that had uh, touchscreen features that, you know, Right. Anywho, right. I'm getting track here. Um, yeah, if they could implement like Pokemon Bank or, or release the Game Boy game and whatnot, that would be awesome. The rumor is that they are doing that, but there's no like confirmation beyond you know I think like Game Explain picking up some sort of thing here or there. Right. Like I I, I some I saw some uh, video. It might have been Game Explain, but um, anyways, they like injected uh, a ROM into like the emulator for the Game Boy, and like found that like oh yeah no, <laughs> built-in link cable support like system to system, you know, and they like showed it and everything like that. So like you know, if Nintendo were to, uh, you know, release those games, the it seems like the the framework is there. But I, I don't know. I don't know if they have the willpower to actually care about doing it. Like, I, I think it would go a long way with the, with the Pokemon base for sure, you know? But, like, yeah, yeah. we'll see. We will see. Um, okay, I, I don't know that there was any other news unless I'm thinking... Oh, yeah, Mario movie, actually. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that I don't came think, out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Neither of us has seen it yet. Um, I know Justin's going to see it um, soon because he wants to see it in theaters. I kind of want to see it in theaters, but I think I'm probably going to wait until it releases at home. But yeah, let's talk about it because there's been apparently very mixed reactions online for it so far. So yeah, what so, do you think? Um, I checked the uh, Rotten Tomatoes on it, and uh, so uh, the... Critics rating is about 55% last I checked. The audience rating is like 95%. Right. So like we're we're definitely looking at a a for the fans sort of movie, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I knew this mm-hmm. was not gonna be an Oscar an Oscar movie. I knew it was gonna be, you know, just cheesy, kitty, you know, goofiness. And I'm fine with that. As long as it's got the you know, as long as it's making the fans happy. Um, I think I'm happy. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, we're not expecting Schindler's List or anything here, you know? Like, we're, we're, we just want something on par or better than the original Mario movie back in the... Uh, what, when did that come out? Was that the 80s? Oh, my God. 93. In fact, okay. the movie's coming out almost exactly 30 years. Yeah, so uh, I I'm so excited for it. I honestly, even if it's bad, I, oh boy, uh, I would be excited for it anyway. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'll be excited to hear your impressions. Cause when did you say you're going, Justin? Um, probably not until next weekend. Um, so hopefully I can avoid too many spoilers between now and then. Not that I'm expecting to 
majors, you know, it's it's not like you know major story plot things, but you right. know, I want to be surprised by something. Um, but right. I want to go. I want to see it in theater because they have released it in digital 3D, and as we discussed last week, I I loves me some 3D movies. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna be seeing that. By the way, um, as far as watching 3D movies, we were discussing before the before the show. Um, how you don't get a chance to watch them very often. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, you have a quest, right? Or, or yes. Rift yeah. Or, okay. The Rift. So you can get an, yeah. So you can get an app. I don't know if the same thing exists for for the Rift, but in a quest, you can get an app called Skybox. I use that. I love it. Yeah, it's exactly. Amazing. That. I, yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's like, so I can, cool. I can watch all of my 3D movies right there in my head. The, the only the only problem I I have with it is. Uh, field of view on the quest is not great like 180 degrees or something like that whereas, sure you know, so you kind of have to look around but i mean so see this is like, now you're making put away you know it's, it's the only thing i got <laughs> so you now you're making me because see i have the rift so I, that that means that i'm you know, tethered to my computer, and I love watching it that way. But like now, I want like I, you're making me want to get a quest or the quest two even, so that I can you know do it in bed because that sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, I've, I've still got my my 55 inch 3D TV. I never got rid of that because I knew that you know someday you know I was gonna want to watch a you know big screen 3D movie like Avatar mm-hmm. or Super mm-hmm. Mario. Um, I do have like a 45 ish inch 3d tv upstairs in my office um that i bought specifically for playing video games on uh but you know obviously i can watch like youtube and stuff on that as well um and then you know i've got the the quest for you know, when, when i can't put it on a tv but, sure um, anyway um all, all that being said uh i i plan on going to see it in the theater i plan on seeing it in 3d my wife is going with me because she loves Chris Pratt. She loves Charlie Day. She loves yeah. Seth Rogen. Like this, like this, the cast is, is like Jack she Black. Is the, She's not a Jack Black fan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jack Black. Like she, like she is the reason they cast these people in these movies. I <laughs> care less about seeing a Super Mario movie, but she loves like everybody who's in it. Um, we, we started, we never finished it, but we started watching the Queen's Gambit. So whatever her name is who plays princess peach is, is the main character in that so right so i i guess we're going to see that i i i guess we never talked about that you know the, the internet for some reason hates that chris pratt is mario but i never thought about it until just right now your wife and every other like non video game person is the exact reason why chris pratt was cast as mario because well, like chris, chris pratt is you know He's a funny guy. He's charismatic. Yeah. He's, yeah. And of all of the people in this movie, he has almost the most experience with voice acting, except like Jack Black. Every screen. But um, you know, like like you know, he's he's a good choice. And I mean, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen the trailers. I've seen the previews. His voice is fine. Like it's somewhere in between um, you know, Lou Albano and and Charles Martinet, which I think is perfect like mm-hmm. he's not completely obnoxious in either direction um i love charlie day um and i think he's perfect for luigi because yeah that, that that wild goofy I, I have a feeling charlie day is gonna steal the show i really do um keegan michael key is one of my favorites like uh, anything he's in i, I just has so, like i'm fine with the cast i can't wait to see the movie um the movie might end up being terrible but i'm sure i'll still enjoy it help the 93 movie was was objectively terrible and i said <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah exactly but unfortunately uh, we have nothing to report on it other than we're going to report on it. yeah exactly we'll, <laughs> this we'll is really just kind of the the episode of we would talk about this if we knew more. <laughs> right i know steve is going to watch it this weekend so if anything maybe we'll wrangle him in for something um in a couple of uh, in a week or so but anyways let's go ahead and talk about the games we've been playing because i know that i've got 
a little bit of a list. And I know you said that you've got yourself a little bit of a list as well. Okay, well, let me start off by uh, talking about the things that I've already talked about before. Um, the Last of Us, uh, I finished it. Uh, the game or the show? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, we, uh, we reached a point in the show where um, actually we saw scenes that I hadn't gotten to get in the game. So I, I, I fired on all cylinders and finished up the game in time. So I that, think you said that last week. That that was that's where you were at, like the night before we recorded or whatever. So you must have like really powered through then. Yeah, I basically played. Uh, I basically played a, a level each level. I mean, you you know what I mean. But you know, like a, a sequence per mm-hmm. time, and mm-hmm. uh, got to the end. And honestly, I'm sure anybody who cares has already seen it now, has already played it now. But like, it is really like the most faithful adaptation of a video game I have seen in any medium. Um, I've been dying to watch it. Almost to a fault. Like, um, it's one of those things where if you played the game, you almost don't need to watch the show because it is like, like scene for scene, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> almost sometimes line for line. But uh, sure. there are definitely enough changes to make it worthwhile. Um, I know the character of Bill was very drastically changed for the show, and. Um, what was weird to me about the show was that the action sequences were usually the things that got removed. So, like, you would have a dialogue scene, and then there would be a segment where you'd have to fight a bunch of infected or sneak through and, and like, sneak through a bunch of soldiers or something like that, or, you know, take out, you know, get into a shootout with a bunch of guys. Those are the parts that they cut out, where the action and it sure. just kept all the drama and dialogue. For um, better or worse, you think? Uh, six of one, half dozen of the other. Like I would have sure. liked to have seen a little bit more action. I would have liked to have seen more of the infected. I would have liked to have seen more of Fedra, to be honest. Because um, there's this, especially in the in the beginning part of the game, there's this whole thing about where Fedra basically taken over the cities and and very ruling with an iron fist to just keep people out of the streets, keep people in the cities, and all that. And of course, that's where mm-hmm. the resistance drives up. And there are mm-hmm. several segments, especially in the beginning, where um, you're cornered in a section, or you're in an area where there are a bunch of soldiers, and you have to kind of stealth your way through them, or sure. get into a shootout and hope you have enough bullets. One of those games where your resources are limited, so you want to avoid shooting people if you can because mm-hmm. chances are you'll be stuck. So I would have liked to see some more of that, but um, it was very faithful to the game. The characters were were very faithful, again, except for Bill, who was quite a bit uh, softer and kinder in in the show than he was in the game. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was, like, story-wise very faithful. I've um, never and the game was, played. And the game was great. I I can't wait to play part two. Um, although I'm gonna put that in the back burner so I can finish off some other games first. Sure. I I've never played or seen the show, but I did read an article that um, I don't know what they're called. Are they called clickers or something? Or you said yeah. infected. So okay, so well. so the 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 concept of it is that a. It's almost like a zombie apocalypse show, except they're not zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, a fungus has... Sorry, I'm trying to get my computer charger. A fungus <laughs> has mutated to take over human bodies. And so these people get infected with this fungus, and then it gradually starts to take over their their bodies and minds. And the people sure. who have been infected for really long time, like the fungus grows out of their heads that they can't see anything so they develop an echolocation um so those are the clickers um and they are they're terrifying in the game they're you don't see very many of them in the show but you know you get a you get an idea of what they are in the show so i read an article that apparently 
the same um, like body actors or whatever that did the motion capture in the game were the same people in the show actually. So that's why it, they were so eerily similar in the game that they were in the show type of thing. I think I remember you. I think I remember you a couple of weeks ago maybe saying that they were like pretty much dead on. And yeah, I guess like that's appearance why. wise, they were dead on, and, and yeah, they got the movements down as well, and I guess that's why. Also, uh, fun little Easter egg: uh, both um, the the actors who voiced and mocap Joel and Ellie have appearances on screen in the show as well. That's so, fun. So you know, like, Jer, what what is his name? Uh, something North, right? Uh, nope. Nolan Nolan North. Nolan is he North the one that is, did it. No, Nolan North is. Has make does make an appearance in the show, but Nolan North was in their other series, the Uncharted. He was Nathan. Got um, it. Troy Baker. <clears throat> Troy uh, Baker got yeah, yes. Troy Baker yes. was was Joel in the game, and he appears as a different character at some point in the show. And I can't remember the actress who played Ellie, but uh, she actually plays. That's fun. Ellie's mother in a flashback scene. So, um, was, that's a cool callback yeah it was kind of neat to, to have them in there um anyway this is this has changed the system that changed the channel um <laughs> apparently uh, i am i'm really like i fell off of metroid prime for for a little while um uh, just because i wasn't playing very many games i got back into it last night i had a couple of false starts probably I, every metroidvania if i stopped playing it for too long I get lost, and then I almost have to start all over from the beginning. So I knew that I was going to have a span of like two to three hours where I could sit and play the game while we watch TV. So I turned it on, figuring I'll wander around, try and figure out where I'm supposed to go, and if I don't figure it out, it will tell me where to go next, so at least then I'll know what to do. Sure. So eventually it did tell me, and I went and in the game. I'm I'm gonna beat this game for the first time in how old is this game? Almost twenty years. It is twenty years. This game is <laughs> yeah. years old. Yeah. I have I have started this game at least four times, including this one. Possibly five or six. I have never gotten this far this is gonna be the time I can I can play great to be able to play it. You know You are making some good progress from last show, so yeah. It, it it's it's great to be able to just you know sit there and play it while I'm watching you know while we're marathoning that '70s show or whatever you know mindless sitcoms on TV. Um, I know I'm missing out on some of the like audio audio stuff because I know it has great music and great sound mm. effects, but I figure I can download the sound the soundtrack sure. and listen to it. Um, sure. But uh, yeah, it's a great game. It's a great Metroid game. Um, I does make me wish that there was a fast travel <laughs> like sure I, I know metroid dread had some sort of like you know it had like the teleportation and you know there was some fast travel options there but like metroid private this is a place is so big and it being in uh it makes traversing it so much more cumbersome Plus right the map is massive like unless you are in the section of the planet that you have to get to, the map is not going to help you at all. Because you're going to look at, you know, if you're in Vendrana and you need to get to Talon, you have to go through like two or three different other it, Right. And you're never going to be able to figure out where this connects to that when there's like 10 other things you have to go through. Right. That, I always found that very challenging because like, it's like, oh yeah, okay, I need to go like north, right? But like to go north, you have to, you know, basically go east, west, south, north, like all of the above just to get all north, down, you know? Underground, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I wish that they had redesigned the map so that it was just basically one big... You, you know what I loved the best? Uh, it, it's not necessarily a map, but like it was a, a modern gaming like quality of life. Dead Space, like where you like clicked in the stick and there was like a thing on the ground to basically tell you where to go to your next objective. I don't know if you ever played Dead Space, but I always found I that not, was like the best. But I know uh, Perfect Dark Zero had that. Where okay. 
it, it, it kind of created like a GPS. I kind of remember the, that. Yeah. I kind of, kind of remember that. And I guess that that's kind of the sign of bad game design when they have to literally like tell you step for step where to go. But the thing about like the thing about Metroid is you're supposed to get lost. You're supposed to go off the beaten path. So as long as I know where the path is, I can explore. But if right. I lose the path, I might not know how to get back. Yeah, and th that was what was so great about, um, you know, something like, damn cat, something <laughs> like um, um, the Dead Space, because there's, uh, like, it doesn't exactly tell you where to go, right? Like, it, like, yeah, sure, it points you in the right direction, but, you know, you might be going around a corner, you know, type of thing. So, like, I, it just kind of... It just gives you a nice compass of where to go, so you're not like completely lost, you know. Yeah. Um, so the only other game that I've spent a significant amount of time in, say it with me now, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> um, I realized that I started, uh -huh. I started that that normal mode game save with the purpose of kind of like randomizing where I go, just kind of rather than being like, okay, I know what this isn't. That is, I know how to get this. I know how to love it. I basically, I you know, look look around the environment. See, all right, there's a shrine there. There's a tower there. There's a thing over there, and I mark all of them. And then I pull up my little randomizer app and have it choose which one I'm going to next. And then whatever I find along the way, I, I find along the way. And it's right making like it's making the game like it's bringing a whole new life to the game because. You know, I can't just, all right, well, I've gotten off the Great Plateau. I'm going to go to the, whatever, the jungle region and stock up on hardy durians. And then I'm going to go to the, the, the tech lab and upgrade all my stuff. Oh, man. The, beat the bird thing first so that I can fly. Like, like this is, like, I've never really cared for randomizers in games. But with Breath of the Wild, right. like, it isn't randomizing the game. It's just random. letting something tell me where to go instead of me going right. i kind of like i kind of like that i kind of like that so like i i uh so the random i did the randomizer app i'm like i realized so i've been using my and i'll, I'll talk about this in a minute um i've, I've been uh trying to unlock things with amiibo and uh -huh. I, found out, I found out that you have to defeat at least one divine beast before certain um, items will be unlocked through amiibo. I'm like, well, sure. I gotta go beat a divine beast. So I put um, the four divine beasts into my randomizer and had it choose what order I'm going to tackle them in. So <laughs> nice. So I'm going to, of all things, I have four, four maybe five heart containers. I'm going to go to the volcano first. That'll go well, I'm sure. Um, I'm not gonna beat this. I mean, I'm. I, I can beat it on my original Wii U save. I can beat it, probably beat it on my master mode save at this point. I'm definitely not beating this other save before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. But like this game, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with Lucas. Like there's, he must. Be <laughs> I cannot well, get enough of this game. Like every time I boot it up, it's like magic mode. It is. It's uh, you know to each their own type of thing because like I I. That's how you guys felt about um, Mario Odyssey, from what I remember it. Like, you guys couldn't stop gushing about it. And I just hate that game. I hate Mario Odyssey. I just don't think it's a good game. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, I you're making me want to go play, play Breath of the Wild, damn it. Because, like, I, I've been off and on kind of picking that up, too, myself. That's kind of part of my change the system. And booting it up is just like and you know just like going to some random spot in the world it's just magical every time it really is you know like you always have some kind of random encounter the the physics engine just leads to so much like randomness i feel you know like it, i i don't know it's just such a cool game and I, like i forget just how big the world is like i think oh you know i've 
I've been here, I've been, and especially when you unlock like all the shrines and stuff everywhere, like you forget how much stuff is between point A and point B. Right. And that's one thing that I'm trying not like I'm trying to do is avoid using fast travel. So I'm riding the horse. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gliding. I'm, you know, trying to get everywhere the hard way, um, just so that I have to go past these things that I would otherwise you know, miss. Sure. Um, one of the things that's been helping me, though, with the Amiibo unlock is uh, I got myself one of those Flipper Zeros. Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, and, and Eugene was nice enough to tip us off. So I grabbed one. Um, I also downloaded an app for my iPhone. I don't know if it's on Android, but it's called Tag Amiibo. Yep, same thing. That's what I use, too. Yeah, all right. It's great. Yep, an Amiibo emulator. I downloaded all the Amiibo that exists, so... And uh, it's a bit of a pain because you can't, um, you can favorite, like you can save an amiibo and favorite it, but once you scan it, that's it, you can scan it again. In order to scan the same amiibo repeatedly, you have to save it to thing, tag it, back up about three or four times to the menu, reselect the type of NFC, rescan right. it, replace it. So it's time consuming, but not nearly as time consuming as uh, save scumming. And so I, I uh, unlocked all of the uh, of the hero things. So I, Link basically looks like you know Zelda One Link, and uh, and I was trying to get um, the classic sword and shield that those don't want get to my But yeah, this this thing's been really handy. I've also uh, programmed it to operate my kids' TV. Because, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, um, I, that's a very handy feature, too. I use that because we have we have like sound bars and all this stuff. And it's just nice having just like the one device, man. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So so my youngest will fall asleep with TV on and sometimes really loud. So I programmed the volume buttons, the sleep button and the power button for this thing. So if it's like midnight, go up to the our, uh, our bedrooms have transits that I that I knocked out so that there's a sure. to reach up and, and those of you watching the video I have no arm anymore <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can just you know, click the button here and, and turn it and turn it off so it's been handy for that um, what else have I used for program well, my, my office uh, TV uh, remote to it I don't know if I've done a whole lot else with it but Flipper Zero is cool, man. You can just do some cool stuff with it. Like, I don't know if you've tried, I don't know if you have a garage door, have tried it type of thing, but like you can do yeah, garage, have a garage door. garage door is one of those old fashioned lifts. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Flipper Zero is not going to help you there. Um, I've, um, okay, if you're the cops, no, I didn't. But um, what I did one time was um, I just kind of, you know, was in the neighborhood and there's a, uh, playing Pokemon Go, walking around, you know, in a gated community. And I waited by one of the gates and somebody was, you know, had their clicker for the gate and I ended up picking it up with the Flipper Zero. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I could uh, emulate that. And it freaking worked. It's just cool. Like you just do some so weird you... watchdoggy stuff, you know, like it's crazy. <laughs> how, how do you pick up stuff like that without, because the only thing like, you know, with the NFC, you have to actually touch the thing. For mm -hmm. infrared, you have to actually point them. How do you do that for other so I've got my Flipper Zero right here, as a matter of fact. So you would go to, like, your sub gigahertz menu, and then there's, like, read and read raw. Um, and, like, you basically... It, it's hit or miss, because you have to know, like, what frequency and everything, everything is running off of. But it, when you, you know, when you start to learn what the Flipper Zero can do and what it's capable of, you start to figure out like the tricks there. So like I have a, um, I have a hacked version. I don't remember which, I think I'm using Rogue Master right now. But anyways, there's a, uh, a tool called Frequency Analyzer. So like I can, I can sit here and I can see, okay, yeah, when people are clicking this clicker, it's coming in at this frequency. So then I can set my thing to read that frequency. And then the next time somebody clicks the clicker, I can, you know, I can read that frequency and you can like physically see it on the, on the 
flipper it's pretty cool when you read raw but anyways once you read it you can then re uh emulate it you know like you can play that same frequency back and it usually works to like do stuff like that so um it doesn't work a lot of the times with like cars like newer cars anymore because um like my car for example uses something called rolling codes so um i can read that frequency and but play it back the next time it, 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 exactly. So it, it doesn't work with everything, but yeah, that's how I um, did that with a uh, gated community. No, I didn't. If you're a cop, um, that, that's neat. Sounds like it. Like if you ever got like a remote car start, like program that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, no, you can do some cool stuff, some nefarious stuff with this thing, but I like it. It's cool. I I mainly use it just as a you know. Honestly, I'm an amiibo device, quite frankly. So, you know, if you're the cops, that's what I'm using it for. But you can do some other stuff, too. Um, that pretty much uh, takes, takes care of it. Metroid, Zelda, Last of Us, and Super Zero. Uh, oddly enough, even though I have downloaded a bunch of stuff on my 3DS and Wii U, I have not. Oh, one thing I did do with my Wii U, I upgraded from a uh, USB hard drive to a USB last drive fancy because so you know when when i yeah. got it couldn't get a little teeny tiny right low profile drive so i got a 500 gigabyte um man i should do that profile. for me yeah so like i think it was like 40 bucks on amazon um and yeah i should I do that i transferred everything over it took like half a day but sure. um, i transferred all my data onto this little tiny thing stuck in the back now i don't have to have a hard drive attached to it Beautiful. That's such a good idea because and it probably I probably runs have, faster too. I have like so many of those just lying around. I have like a 250 gigabyte one that I just not am doing anything with. And, and I'm that pretty might be sure all you need because mine is only half full. Oh well, and you know what? It's way more than I need because back in the day, like those hard drives were expensive, those portable ones. So I'm pretty sure I only have like one that is like 100 gigabytes, maybe. You know, so like I think that. Uh, I uh, am more than set to uh, get this going. That's that's interesting. Um, maybe that's a project for this weekend. I'll send I'll send you the link to the one that I got. Um, anyway, it's it's uh, five minutes after ten. You haven't done your change system, <laughs> so let me kick it over to you. Yeah, let's do, uh, block. let's do it. Also true. I I actually kind of do have a lot, but a lot of it is um, you know rehashed. So I'll I'll keep it brief as possible i do want to talk about pokemon go because there was an event this weekend and it sucked i hated it it was for april fool's day um and there was just pidgeys everywhere it's damn pidgeys <laughs> and nope just pidgeys it would have been fine if i would have caught a shiny but i didn't catch a shiny my wife didn't catch a shiny my son didn't catch a shiny on his account and we actually went out and played so that was a little disappointing. I mean, we didn't pay any like money for it or anything, but like, you know, when there's events, like <laughs> maybe I'm a spoiled Pokemon brat, but I just expect to catch shinies during these events. You know, that's just what, you know, what happens, I feel. Um, so yeah, that's Pokemon Go. Uh, there is a ongoing event that I am still doing. My wife's actually almost done. Uh, it's been hard. Um, it's been really, really hard, but yeah. That's uh, that's what's going on there. What else do I want to talk about briefly? Um, honestly, like, you know, I've been playing a lot of games, but not a lot of a lot of games, if that makes sense. You know, like I've been playing games for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just kind of like not quite catching, finding my vibe. And you know what I keep going back to? I went back and played Breath of the Wild. I already talked about that, but I started another playthrough of Ocarina of Time, Justin. How many times <laughs> have I played that stupid game? But like, I, I just in the, I'm in a Zelda mood, you know. You know like, I just the, one of the games I got on my 3DS was I, I bought Ocarina of Time digitally. I already had it on cartridge, but I don't always carry my cartridge. So now I can transfer my save over to the digital version, and I can play that one if I want. Sure. That game. So, you know. I, I know, I don't, you know, in 3D, that game is really awesome. And I don't know that I've played that since I've gotten my XL, which is even like has more awesome 3D, you know, because I was like the eye tracking. Right. Um, I might have to do that again. But anyways, no, I, I played that on not the 3DS, actually. I played like the original original. I'm playing it on um, not the 
not the expansion pack. I'm actually playing it on the emulated version because I'm playing not Ocarina of Time and not Master Quest, but there's like a fan version. The Dawn and Dusk? What... Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I have that on my uh, on my uh, EverDrive. That's a... I've only played a like an hour or two of it, but it's, it's cool. pretty well crafted thus far. Yeah. For a fan-made uh, game, it's pretty cool. I don't. I wouldn't go as far as saying that it's like you know Nintendo quality because you know. You know what you need to download if you don't already the uh, beta. The they they hacked um, the beta. I haven't heard maps. of that. Yeah, they hacked the beta map and and a couple of the dungeons into Ocarina cartridge, so you can actually basically play a mostly accurate. Of like Ooh, that sounds demo. fun. I'll send you the ROM. I have it. Somewhere. Please. Actually, yeah, yeah that sounds awesome. amazing. Like, I, I played the original Great Neck and Cree, and it is different. Hyrule feels completely different. Um, the Paraco Village is unrecognized. It's really cool to see what this game looked like, um, you know, before they realized what they could do with it. Right. No, I'm ex actually, yeah, that sounds like so much fun because yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting, you know, my kicks out of this one, but it's, you know, it's not quite scratching the itches. I don't know. I guess I don't know how many spoilers there are on like, you know, fan made created games, but yeah, that's, that's as, basically as far as I've gotten. Um, um, okay. So let's talk about the final game that I want to talk about, which is, um, gosh, I don't even remember the, it's the game I talked about last week, and I always forget the name of it. It's a it's a, the Game Pass game. It's basically a rhythm beat 'em up game. Oh man, I, I'm gonna have to look it up before um, the end of the show. But it is so it, it is so fun. That that game uh, ate up my weekend. Um, it is just incredible. If I'm gonna keep talking about this game until everybody downloads it that has Game Pass, but it is just so cool. And the, honestly, the coolest thing about it for me is just like the vibe and like the music. It's got like really good, um, uh, it, yes, it's a rhythm game, but like it doesn't penalize you for necessarily not going with the rhythm, you know? <coughs> it, 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 uh, I, I don't know. It is just uh, a fantastic, fantastic game. I'm gonna look it up here real quick while we, um, while I, after I read the question block question, because that's really all that I, uh, I have been playing. So, without further ado, thank you, Slacker Monkey, before, or I guess Slacker No Mo Money, as he's still being dubbed in uh, Discord, for continuing to give us questions. I actually just posted this like. 30 minutes before the show so like uh yeah you're 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 coming in clutch so he comes in and he asks do you think the trend of old games being remade eg resident evil 2 4 final fantasy 7 remake uh legend of zelda Link's awakening will continue to grow do you think we will ever reach a point where we triple up or quadruple up remakes on an old game or, how many times I was gonna, has resident evil 4 been made <laughs> I was going to say, just with Resident Evil 4 alone, um, or even try and remake a remake. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that this is a viable um, solution for companies, quite honestly, especially with what Capcom's done. Because if you think about it, like they've been funding their new Resident Evil games, I feel, with the remakes that they've been putting out. Because Resident Evil, what are we on, 9 right now? Did, is that the most recent one that just came out, or is it 8? I I know that or nine's coming. One of the more, yeah, I, I don't know whether nine has come out, but I know that eight is the most recent one. I've yeah, Resident well, Evil Village or something, or maybe that's the seventh. Yeah, well, but basically they've been been in a cadence where you know there it's a one year they've done uh, you know basically Resident Evil two remake, and then the next year they came out with the new game, and then they did. I think it was Resident Evil 3 remake and then they came out with a new game and now they've got this Resident Evil 4 remake and um, hopefully the new game, I think it's 9, will be coming out next year. It's just brilliant what they're doing here. I, I think a lot of uh, other companies wish that they could be doing what Capcom is doing, quite frankly, because they're, they're kind of on a roll with that and like Monster Hunter even. So yeah, 
slacker monkey. I think you can expect it to happen for you know time to come. And Last of Us. How many times has Last of Us come out? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm playing the PS4 version because that was included in uh, PlayStation Plus, but yeah, they just remade it for the PS5. So you know, PS4 was a remake of the original PS3 version. So, <laughs> right. you know, um, Grand Theft Auto V came out on the 360 PS3, was remastered for the Xbox One and PS4, and now it's been remastered again for the Series X and the PS5. Yeah, God knows what else. Um, you know, like, as long as a game is worth playing again, I feel like they're going to remaster it for for newer systems. I wish Nintendo did more remastering and less re-releasing. Like, I would love sure. to see um, like Donkey Kong Country re-released, but using like um, high definition. Uh, animation that would be cool you know like like see if they could i'm sure rare still has like original 3d models and animation on mm-hmm. a computer somewhere like, like do those in in you know 1080p and, and re-release that game you know kind of like sonic mania sonic origin you know basically mm-hmm. redo the graphics um yeah i'm i'm, I'm a sucker for those things like it's a game that i love and yeah same honestly even like if, i i think if only so that i don't have to dig out like an old console you know because i like i keep all my old stuff like don't get me wrong but like do i want to dig out my old nintendo 64 where i can just like play it on a modern console i'm always going to play it on the modern console like nine times out of ten you know yeah, I think that uh, that about does it, Luigi. Um, I think we uh, we made it to the end of the show. Um, thank you, Justin, for joining me this evening. I figured out that game that I've been playing, Hi-Fi Rush. I wanted to say it again just so that anybody who is... Uh, I don't know why I can never remember the name. Hi-Fi Rush. It's a... Uh, it's a really great game. Like, go go download it if you have Game Pass. It's, it's fantastic. But, um, yeah, Justin, thank you for joining me this evening. Um, Luigi, thank you for keeping us on track. Um, you know, just join us again next week. I, I'm going to start giving these call to actions at the end of the show because I feel like we this is necessary. Go vote. Go vote. I, register to vote if you especially if you're young like there's some stuff going on in this country man and we need to just like figure it out so like yeah call to action to everybody especially you young people who are listening to the show because we know we got all the the tweens listening go, go register good night adios goodbye uh i can't remember what my outro is uh good afternoon good evening and good night that's my old oh well